Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo. Yes, yes. How's it going? Doing great. It's a good day. It's Saturday. Great. That is good. That is very good. What about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. That's awesome. Glad yes. Well, what up, family? What up, friends? How's it all? We hope that it's going super well for all of you. Um, we today are going to discuss um, a very phenomenal film. That film is called Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Oh, yeah. uh, we first and foremost give a spoiler warning. You know, by now everybody should maybe hasn't watched it yet, but that's okay. Everybody should watch it. Yes. Support Marvel. And um, yeah, and so I think that um, yeah, we are just being courteous and giving a spoiler warning because if you haven't watched it, there will be spoilers in this movie review. So first and foremost, let's talk about the, all the good stuff. Uh, JP and I, I think we both um, rated the movie as a nine, nine out of ten. Yeah, it was. It was. Good. It was that good. It was very good. And so the question is, what makes it a nine? So, is, are you directing this question to me? Or was yes. That... Is there okay. somebody else next to you, Felipe? No. <laughs> no uh, well, there, there's a lot of things. Uh, you know, I think Marvel is very talented and creative. And I don't know. I don't think I'm ever gonna get like Marvel fatigue, Marvel movie fatigue, or superhero fatigue. So, um, to be honest, I, I have to say. Um, I wasn't that excited for Shang-Chi until the last few trailers that came out. But uh, to answer your question, I think what makes it phenomenal, a 9 out of 10, is the martial arts of the movie. You got famous martial art people like from way back the 2000s, you know, and before. Um, I thought the story was very focused. It may it may seem that there's a lot of things going on, but they 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 were really focused with Shang Chi and his origins. Um, uh, the other thing that makes it amazing um, is the music. <laughs> I have to say. Uh, Wow, this week I've been uh, listening on repeat the the soundtrack and all the like um, the the other uh, songs that they have in the movie, and I love how they just like they have a scene and they have uh, like some music and it's just like perfect. I like I love I love how they. I wish I could see that process. What it's like. Like, do they choose like the the music before? And like they're like, okay, so this this song has to invoke like courageous feelings, and then the scene has to be courageous. I don't know how the process is like, but they they choose great scenes with great songs. Um, 
the other thing I might add that was that makes it amazing um, is just the actors. I think there was a lot of chemistry between them. Like it just it felt real. Oh, and so speaking about that makes me think about how like almost like the whole cast and the directors like they're all Asian Americans, and so they know. Um, just like when Black Panther came out, look, this is a movie like for for our culture, for um, our um, countries, you know. Uh, and you know they, the you know they were gonna do everything perfect, as much as as much as they possibly could have. Um, I think uh, the other thing that makes it super amazing is um, how well they. Um, I so sometimes I like to explain movies like Cars when you're driving a car. So I feel like from the get go, like you're just excited to be on this trip and like you speed up a lot of parts and then you slow down and then you speed up again and then like the trip ends and it's like really amazing so i feel like the um the flow of the movie is really good but what i'm trying to explain is the pace i think i'm talking about the pace of the movie is is really good um it gives you all the feelings yeah like you're cheering i was not crying but there's very emotional parts um, you, characters are very relatable. You can feel um, what they're feeling, um, and <laughs> I guess I had to throw this in there. But like the comedy was great, and they they brought back uh, Trevor, and he was hilarious in the movie. I think even more hilarious than when he was in Iron Man three and that Marvel short that they that they did. Um, so the comedy was on point, um, but um, you really feel like he's he's an Avenger already. Like, you know, when he joins the team, he's gonna be a, a uh, he's gonna bring a lot of value to to the new Avengers team, um, and yeah, um, I guess the last thing. I could say that makes it really amazing is um, just how everything ended. Like you always have to finish. You uh, you know you're. It's like cooking. It's like you know the last sprinkling of some seasoning. It was and then you like taste it. Like mm, you know it's good. It ended really well. So. I don't know what you gotta say. say no, yeah, that's uh, that, that's uh, I think that's a good wrap up of why Shang Chi is a nine. I don't necessarily think you missed anything. Um, it I think is very on point. The action scenes are very reminiscent of the cool um, kung fu stuff from the past. The music is very touching. Yeah. The story flows. The characters are awesome, and you know you, you get a lot from Marvel and and this particular film. Um, before we get into the story, I just wanted to mention that JP and I we really love the Marvel movies, and so it's very hard—not very hard, I guess—but it's easy and hard to like compare and contrast 
films because you know there are different kind of films but uh in in the marvel universe but we put shang chi very much up there with the best of ones we we put it next to avengers endgame we put it next to winter soldier civil war ragnarok black panther um it's it's that good of a movie so the, our nine out of ten rating is is very comparable to those nine out of ten ratings um but let's talk about the story let's talk about interesting things we liked about the movie of course we don't have the rights to like say all the movie and just give everybody the whole movie in 10 minutes um <laughs> but i'll i'll bring up a few things and 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 we'll just talk about it so when we first meet shang chi he's you know he's He's in a different place in life and you know we don't really know why and you know the story builds itself and we find out why he's living a different life and there's this awesome awesome scene in the beginning uh the train fight scene yeah uh, and you know they have that really awesome song uh when when shang chi starts fighting Uh, let's talk about this scene well I understand that it's just a fighting scene and all that kinds of stuff but why was this scene so good why was this scene so important well one the 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 song run it I think DJ snake uh, uh, Rick Ross Rick Ross all the other people like I don't know. It's just like exciting. It's like that, and just like wants you, it wants you to be a part of the fight, like you're rooting. Um, anyhow, this will be an an iconic scene that will go down in history because it just starts out with this guy saying, "Like, give me your pendant." I'm not quoting word. For, he's like, "No," and so you finally truly get to find out like Shang Chi and his like secret hidden abilities. And so, um, I don't know if they showed the 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 fight between um, his mom and his dad before this, or was it after? Uh, so I think they showed this fight scene between the mom and the dad first because she's telling, or he's someone's telling a story, and he's dreaming about it. Oh, yeah. Well. I was gonna say, well, the, the bus scene kind of introduces like um, a martial arts fighting uh, scene, and so I just—it's just—it's it's so cool how he like he does this split in the air and he kicks these two guys and he's like running around the the windows of the bus and he's like using his jacket to fight. You know, it's very—it calls back to like. What Jack Chan does, what Jet Li does, what uh, Bruce Lee does, and I think you know he fights like that, and you know it's you know he's they're doing all the moves. Yeah, know, it's I an excellent really... callback. Huh? It's an excellent callback to yeah to all that good stuff. And I mean the it's like I said, like the music and the scene, like they just they go together super well. Like, um, like there's the beginning. Like he like he bends back, and it's like slow motion. It just goes perfectly with with the uh, 
Um, just how they edited the the scene with the music with the fights. Yeah. Yep. And I and then, uh, I said train. I guess it's bus because later the the funny Asian guy is like, bus boy. Bus boy. <laughs> I just want to say I love the joke. I can speak ABC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. We we suggest you you watch the movie and and catch that joke because it was it was very good. It was a very good joke. So yeah, the, the first uh, the, that I mean, because there's a lot of great martial arts uh, before that scene and everything, but particularly that scene we really enjoyed uh, because it really brought us back to the cool kung fu movies we watched as kids. Um, then you know, a lot of good development, a lot of good things happen, and then we get um, you know we go to the arena empire that um, Shang Chi's sister is in charge of, and. We thought the scene was a letdown, not because they fought, but because we thought that Shang Chi should fight somebody before, kind of give him a little bit more of a limelight, and then he fights his sister. You know, yeah, uh, let's talk about let's talk about that. More of a fight, like like the the bus scene was was amazing, but I wanted to see more. Right, because the later fight scenes we get are more like action sequences, which is really good, but it's not like. Like fight scenes that are part of a story. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, and so we 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 expected it. Um, yes, it was interesting to watch Wong fight Abomination. Yes, that's in there, folks. Um, the Abomination. Yeah, Neil. <laughs> Neil. <laughs> um, I think it was so short, though. Yeah, it was very short, and it it, it was, was all thick. fake. It was uh, like planned because they're like buddies or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so let's talk about before we start getting into characters. Let's talk about one more scene. Uh, well, I guess a sequence of scenes, but basically the end where Shang Chi has to fight his dad, um, the antagonist of the film. So they first fight like really close. Uh, would you say to the ocean, to the beach, in this alternate universe location, pocket dimension, pocket of the dimensions, and this—you know—the scene is so powerful because Shang Chi is coming because he's—he's angry. He's going to defend himself. He's going to stop his father. You know, and his father is like, oh, I'm, "You can fight me if you want. I'm still gonna go save my wife." He thinks Where, he's scared. Yeah. He's like, "You're scared." Yeah. You've always been running away in your life. And he's not really going to save his wife. He's just being called by a sucking creature of sucking yeah, dragon. dragon of death. Um, and so when they fight, you can feel the tension. You can feel that Shang-Chi really just wants to fight him. And then Shang-Chi's dad just doesn't care who he is, you know. So it's like a very broken relationship. Well, I think we need to... Uh... Um, state that before this happened, the, the, the before all the action sequences, the night before, um, Shang Chi tells Kate the truth that when his dad sent him on his first mission to kill the person that killed, uh, like he went he went through it, right. And so he's preparing himself emotionally and mentally for for this moment to to fight against his father. 
Um, right, because because it's super deep. Because he he does care about his father, um, but he's you know he's had enough. You know he he um, it's he because he talks about when he was a kid he would do anything for his father. You know. Yeah, he says if my father asked me to burn down the world, I would. Right. Pretty so that's why I'm saying that's a very powerful scene because the emotion is, this is what you wanted, isn't it? This is what you wanted. You wanted me to become a killer, and that's what I'm going to do, right? And I just want to say, like, his dad is very mean to him in the scene. Yeah. Like, he so. does not hold back. Shang-Chi's the one that's holding back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, of course, the, the scene progresses, you know, the, the things are going badly, and of course, Shang-Chi oh. comes back. Go ahead. Uh, as, uh, one of the worst things that um, the Mandarin says to Shang-Chi is, you just stood there and watched her die, and you did nothing. Like... In reference to his to his watching, his, the, couldn't really help his mom defend herself. Yes. Uh, and I thought that was a very powerful scene because when he's a little kid, when this happens, when, yeah, when, when when this happened, um, when his mother died, we're not not the fight scene, everybody. The fight scene is, you know, they're adults. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know, what do you do in that situation when you're when you're um, when you're tiny, <laughs> when you're a little kid? Uh, yeah. You're not going to be much help, but you're paralyzed. Yeah, plus your parent told you to go and hide, don't do anything. And you trust right. your parent, so. So, I, when he throws him that, I'm like, oh, man, why'd you say that to him? But even, even hard, even, like, more, um, like, deep, like, a harder rock to throw is when he said, you're, uh, when Shang-Chi tells his family needed and you weren't there. And I think that's when um, his dad was like, oh, um, I did something wrong and I, did, like, I didn't notice. And um, It was starting to get to him. The conversation was finally like warping him away from this desire to open the big cave yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah, I just, I like, it's hard to, like... It, um, I think you just kind of like brushed over the whole like emotional um... but I didn't mean to I'm just talking about the scene okay? <laughs> I'm so sorry I, I feel like we needed to share that it's okay but no anyway. no yeah the, the, the emotion you know the, I guess I was just making it a bit a, too big of a summary um, but everything that JP is talking about is super true there's these scenes bring you in because they are emotional they, they feel real This it feels like this can actually happen in real life, of course, not Ten Rings or superpowers or whatnot. Uh, but just the relationships that this that this movie presents and these scenes show how much this relationship needs to work, and it's the only way that's going to solve the issues that are coming. And so the scene progresses. We get an excellent fight scene again, and you know it's awesome because the Ten Rings are responding to Shang Chi, you know, and. The, his father is like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. You know, he's probably not saying it, but probably thinking it. And of course, it gets sadder because when the monster of death, 
soul sucker creature comes out. Um, he ends up taking the the Mandarin, the dad, and you know, sucking his soul. And it's like a really tender goodbye because the the Mandarin gives, or I think his name is Wen Wu, gives Shang Chi his son, the Ten Rings. And it's just yeah. it's a very emotional scene because it's it's a goodbye. Um, they did this really cool flashback where you show that Shang Chi has you know has always loved his father. His father's always loved him. They just had a rift, um, and it was very touching. And then, of course, you know, the movie ends with an awesome, you know, awesome Shang Chi power move movement, and then we get a lot of good teases. That we'll, we'll get to really quick, um, but I just want to briefly mention with with JP how we really liked the characters and the character development, and how each character really seemed to have a role. Of course, you have Shang Chi, who's the main character. Um, you you have a lot of family people, right? Well, you get you got his sister, you got his mom, you got his dad. All of them did awesome, uh, and. The Wen Wu's backstory was really, really cool. It never, like you said, about the flow of the movie and the the pace. All this flashback, all these, you know, important things to understand, never bored us. We really enjoyed seeing Wen Wu,、uh, and and you know, then Shang Chi's mother, all those kinds of things. Wouldn't you agree? Yep. Enjoyed every every little thing that each of the characters brought. They're they're all amazing characters.、Um, Actors and actresses like Aquafina did a really cool job. I, I mean, I really liked her in this movie. <laughs> She was hilarious. And Wong, of course, it was really cool to have Wong in the movie. Wong, Wong. <laughs> I was rooting for Wong. Remember when I think the whole the the, the whole theater was like Wong, 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 Wong. That was great. See, that's one of the great things about. Going to the movie theaters and seeing these kind of movies is—you can feel the energy of the crowd, and you can be a part of like a good crowd. Yeah, you know? and that's that's another thing. It's like it was good to be back in the theater to watch a Marvel movie. You know, of course, watching it at home is really good too, but it's a little different when you, you get to go see it opening night, and the thrill is there, the energy is there, like JP said. So, I remember、uh, I I have this is. Completely unrelated with Shang Chi, but it's still related to Marvel movies and the feeling in the theater. But I remember going to watch、uh, Avengers Endgame, and this the,、uh, some some lady, like two rows down, like pulls out her phone, and then there's this guy behind me in the row behind me. It's like, are you gonna put that away? And everybody's like, yeah, put it away. Like, you know. Great. <laughs> like being being around the, the same people, feeling that like you know Marvel does a really good job of making making you feel things in the theater. Yeah. And everybody feels it together. So like when when we were all cheering for Wong, I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully that wherever that lady is, she、uh, she's okay and. Not putting out her phone while watching Marvel movies because that's not a good thing. Because then you get people telling her to put it away, all those kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs>、um, so yeah, we we 
it's really hard to like nitpick this movie um but you know it's, uh, i mean sure you could say we're giving it a 10 out of 10 but you know we've we've given it a nine because nine is like the most excellent rating um for the film and so there are some interesting so go ahead i think the only way to make give these films a 10 out of 10 like nobody's gonna sit and do for five hours but like obviously the movie would be about Shang Chi, but maybe the beginning of the movie could have focused a lot on the Mandarin and his presence in the world, and then you could have ended it with him meeting his uh, uh, his wife, and then like you could have then could have got into the Shang Chi story and um, yeah. Anyhow, I'll stop there. No, no, yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, like, like we talked about, it's 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 up there with all the best Marvel movies. But you know, Endgame is like a ten, and so you're gonna have to compare Endgame to it and see how we can match up. But it matches up so closely that you know it's almost there, but 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 not not super there. But the the film is of an excellent. We keep using the same adjectives. It's an excellent, excellent, excellent um, Marvel Studios film, and its repercussions for the MCU are very interesting because we get two post-credit scenes, and of course, a lot of teases throughout the film. The first post-credit scene is a major scene. You know, we get uh, very interesting, very good cameos. Um, and there is something going on with the Ten Rings. So, I mean, we've already given the spoiler warning. We're not going to get, you know, too much into it because it's just a, it's a very confusing, important scene for the future. And so they're investigating the Ten Rings and somehow the Ten Rings are so ancient, so powerful, but at the same time, they're like alive and they're sending a beacon they're sending a message and so we were very stumped uh, you know our comic not comic book knowledge wore thin at this moment of the movie well because and, we we know that in the comics like these were actual rings like you put on your fingers and right like, each ring each ring had a distinct um, power, power like uh, mind control, or you have like a, the heart of a star. Um, like you can, you can, uh, you can open up like a beam to space. Uh, you know, like crazy powers. But I don't know. It's very, very different, and you're just like, because we know that in the comics the the these rings came from the McLuhan's which are these like space dragons really and I don't I don't I mean I don't know if that's the you know maybe they're sending a beacon to these space dragons or you know I don't know what you I think you have other opinions of what that beacon was well the, the the interesting thing is, of course, we have to remember this is a Marvel movie, so Marvel takes what they can from the comics and they change stuff up. And so the reason I was stumped is because Marvel changed it up. You know, they have a very cool but 
uninformative origin for the Ten Rings. And the thought that came to my mind is that if the Ten Rings are so important and they're sending off this beacon, it has to be something big. I'm not saying that ancient space dragons wouldn't be big, but I don't think people would really understand that. Uh, those who are like really, really hardcore fans, uh, very good, you know, committed fans, and of course, people like who just want to go watch a cool. Oh, this is another superhero movie. Yeah, it, oh, but uh, you know, two years, three or four years from now, there's space dragons now. You know, I mean, while that could be cool, um, I'm not sure that's what would you know catch the attention of the fan base. And so, you know, I wonder yeah, if Marvel, somebody big... Marvel needs to do something more related to the the big picture story. Yeah. And so, you know, we're, we're kind of picking and choosing what information to give. But you have to understand that when Shang-Chi used the Ten Rings, he was using it in a pocket dimension. But it was felt wherever Wong was and... And all those kinds of things. So that just makes me think that this, that the, the ten rings are so powerful that they, it can be felt across uh, what Marvel calls the multiverse, um, across dimensions. And so it's either calling somebody big time that used to have the ten rings, or somehow it's connected to this awesome multiverse story that Marvel is developing. And so this post-credit scene really really gives you the big tease really like helps you understand how valuable Shang-Chi and his friends and family are going to be to the remainder of you know however long the MCU lasts which we hope is a very long time Um, and of course the the post credit scene ends with some acapella with Wong and Wong you know having fun singing acapella and some Eagles music and those great Hotel California. Hotel California. And then, of course, the, the second post credit scene uh, just uh, was very comic book based. It's very interesting because it gives, it gives you a different world. It gives you an understanding that um, all the characters have different motives in the film. First, you think that they're becoming better and whatnot, but and maybe this isn't a bad thing. Maybe, you know, maybe we're thinking she's just going to do bad stuff, but maybe she's going to do good but you know when you take over an empire and you didn't really close it down like your brother says you were going to uh that's 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 not good you know well i think uh so it's it's very so some people don't agree with this but i not not the majority of people are not changed by one event mm-hmm. in their lives so Shang-Chi's sister takes over the Ten Rings. That's that's all what the the very the, last credits. Not the scene. Ten Rings like the bracelets, but the, the Ten Rings the organization. Yes, exactly. Sorry, I did not clarify that. Um Come on man, get with the program. <laughs> sorry. Sometimes I just have a hard time clarifying things. But uh Um You know, when she left at sixteen from her dad um like she started her own underground fighting thing like so that that personality about her is still there so honestly i think the 10 rings organization and and her underground fighting thing are like kind of merging 
but yes you you do have the sense of like oh like what it wasn't it best to just stop it and take it down and everything no she just takes over it and does some more underground things yeah so we'll see how that works because you know we have another you know like in Madripoor with you know Agent Carter that's also like an underground thing and you know these underground organizations you know particularly are always viewed as the quote unquote bad guys so I think it's going to be very interesting how you know the Avengers the MCU handles that because you know you have family involved for the characters and you know it's going to be very interesting um but mainly these are the biggest awesome highlights from the phenomenal film Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings uh anything you want to impart to our faithful listeners and our Marvel fans about this film no i just think everyone everyone should watch it i think uh they would everybody would really enjoy you know watching these beautiful asian art and um culture things you know we're we're all americans and one of the coolest things is we can bring the the best parts of uh, each of our countries where we're from you know the best parts of the culture and traditions and overall you know i think it'll just get you more excited for what's coming like i just really hope that no one's fatigued by marvel movies and superhero movies like it's it's a wonderful story yeah they've 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 done a really good job they haven't let us down uh you know we would say since infinity war but i'm saying since end game because end game was this this powerhouse of a of a superhero movie and every tv show that they've done so far uh, a major tv show like uh, WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier and and Loki have have all been really great. Um uh, we'll see what our opinion is of what if when it finishes. Um but when it comes to this particular film everybody, it measures up with the best of the best Marvel films. We we really enjoyed it. JP and I really enjoyed the experience at the theater. Um of course if 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 that uh, going to the theater doesn't allow you to social distance and that's something that's important to you that's fine just whatever way you can watch the movie please do it was it was awesome it was great uh we really enjoyed what marvel has imparted and we really think it's really cool that we finally have Shang-Chi in the Marvel universe so fam listeners friends this is our review of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings JP Paul uh say goodbye to the people's Peace out. All right, peace out everybody and thank you for listening to A&M Studios.